Welcome to the Metropolitan UMC Podcast. We are located at 3385 Metropolitan Church Road in Indian Head, Maryland. Our pastor is the Reverend Daryl K. Mason Sr. And now, today's podcast. We are known as the Monkey Praise. Amen. Amen. And here we are on the last Sunday in the month of March. Where did the time go? Where did the time go? We've celebrated women's history. We are just celebrating Lent. We are now embarking on the week of what they call passion. And so today we're going to talk about trusting in his will. I will trust in the Lord. This comes from uh, Reverend Charles Stanley's devotional book, and it reads as thus. People, including Christians, love to feel as though we're in control, don't we? Mm -hmm. We're able to influence the outcomes by the actions we take. And to a degree, that's true. But when things don't go our way, many times we refuse to accept the outcome. Instead, we fight for an idea of how things should be regardless of what or whom it will cost. Because you know sometimes we get in those sticky situations and again, remember, it's not about us. It should be about him, but we make it about that other person, right? Right, right, right. And so this is not a peaceful approach to life. True peace comes when we trust God and realize and recognize how little we have any control over anything. And it's really difficult to understand that because sometimes we don't have control over difficult situations we don't have control over the good ones but genuine peace we long for is that we need to submit to God we need to think of Jesus who when he prayed those hours when he was in the garden when he was betrayed even in his grief the Lord prayed for something different to happen remember he was like Lord let this cup pass let it pass. But then he said to the Father, not my will, but yours be done. And that's Luke twenty-two forty-two. Let this be our attitude as well. As we remember, the only way to be truly free is to trust in God's perfect and loving will. Because his plan that he has for each and every one of us is that. It's just that. It's his plan. We shouldn't try to muck it up. Because, you know, we're just human and we want things the way we want things. Because we control them, right? No, he's in control. So in this week of passion, as we prepare for that crucifixion and then that resurrection, think about this. Are there any areas in your life that you're trying to control? Think about that. If so, offer them to God, praying, Father, not my will, but yours be done. And each time it comes to your mind, just say that over and over again. Not my will, Father, but your will be done. In Jesus' name, we thank him, we pray, and we're going to go in this week blessed and be ready to just celebrate the passion of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. 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 Oh, magnify the Lord, for he is worthy. 
you when you were lonely. Lord, I know Jesus for myself. I will magnify the Lord for he is worthy to be praised. I will magnify the Lord for he is worthy to be praised. So this week, let's magnify the Lord. And today, let's give him all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Amen. Amen. God, some yeah. praise. Come on and give him some glory. Wherever you are, lift your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Is there anyone in here that knows Jesus? Did he wake you up this morning? Did he start you on your way? Well, if he did that, put your hands together and give God some praise and worship today. Amen, 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 amen. We are just so happy that you have joined us here at Metropolitan United Methodist Church. I know that wherever you are, down here in Charles County, it's rainy and it's dreary outside. But we praise God that we have the love of Jesus in our hearts. That regardless the situation of the world, regardless of what's going on, we still have the love, the S-O-N of Jesus shining in our life. Amen, amen, amen. We thank you for joining us here at Metropolitan United Methodist Church. And you heard it earlier. This is the place that we call the Pamunkey Praise Station. Amen. And this is where, this is where we lift up God. And this is uh, a place uh, where our mission statement is that we are passionate Christians. Oh, making disciples for Christ. Oh, y'all all over this morning. Amen. I could not catch you off guard today, Metropolitan. Amen. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We want to, uh, uh, earlier this week, we had the opportunity to wish Sis Evelyn Lowe happy birthday for, this was her 102nd birthday. Come on and give God a hand, praise. We had the opportunity to post it on social media. It was shared several times. Uh, over 600 people uh, told Sis Lowe happy birthday from across the country and around the county. Uh, and, the, and the page actually reached uh, up to 4,000 people that actually saw it. So, so we just want to say, uh, Sis Lowe, we, uh, we live your listing right now. Metropolitan thanks you for your years of faithfulness. Uh, Metropolitan thanks you uh, for how you labored in the vineyard. And we praise and we thank God that you're still here with us to be an example. Sis, let's have another hand for Sis Evelyn Lowe. <clears throat> we continue to lift up uh, the Bowman uh, family, Bowman and Ham family, for the passing of Brother Tommy Bowman. And the homegoing service will be on this Tuesday at New Life Church in La Plata, 9690 Shepherd Creek's Place. And there will be visitation. This will be on Tuesday. Uh, visitation will be on Tuesday, March the, March the 30th, from 1 to 2.30 p.m. And then at 2.30, there will be the actual homegoing service. Uh, so for those that are in, available, we invite you out uh, to that. Again, this Tuesday, March the 30th, the location is New Life Church in La Plata. Visitation from 1 to 2.30. And the actual service will be at 2.30 p.m. So we continue to lift the Bowman and Ham family up in prayer. Amen. We have some exciting news uh, for those that were part of adult Sunday school when uh, COVID came and when we left the church 
A lot of the ministries were not able to continue, uh, but through the efforts of those in the ministry and the, those that lead the adult Sunday school, school that normally met here in Metropolitan at 9.30 Sunday morning, uh, they will uh, be meeting on now Tuesday uh, from 2 to 3, and they will be continued to be led by Brother Aaron Kane and others that lead the group, and it will be done by free conference call. You should have already received your Sunday school books in the mail, uh, and you should have already received the materials. But if you would like to be a part of the adult Sunday school with his new time and new day, email, I'm sorry, call the front office, and we can get your information to get you on the list to get you out of the Sunday school book. You know, we're just so excited. Uh, that during COVID, we're thinking of innovative and new ways uh, to do things. And I'm just so excited that our adult Sunday school is now going to be able to restart in a new time and a new way of doing ministry. Amen. Let's have a hand for them. Amen. So on yesterday, we had the, the um, Palm Sunday pickup. And on next Saturday... We will have our communion element pickup. Now, there were some that came out on yesterday to pick up palms, and the uh, ushers uh, and the communion stewards were mindful to ask you if you needed communion elements. So there were some people that actually picked them up on yesterday. But on next Saturday, from uh, 12 to, uh, I'm sorry, from 10 to 12, there will be out here again if you need to pick up communion elements. So we invite you out uh, for that as well we want to go to our prayer list and we ask that you would lift up the following people uh, we ask that you would lift up assist phyllis knight she solicits the prayers of the church she will be under doctor's care this week so we ask that you will be in prayer for her also we ask that you would lift up ethel cook joy hinton andre brown margaret connelly Michael, Michael Proctor and family, Cheyenne Miles, Geraldine Robinson, Hattie Morris, Sanaya Arnold, Reverend Danielle, William Barber, David Belfield, Everett King, William Stringer, Alma King, Brian King, Dorothy Ford, and those that continue to deal with the ravages of COVID-19. And we pray for those that are getting their shots now. We understand that uh, more people are getting them. So we pray uh, that as you uh, receive your vaccine, that the, the healing power of Jesus would continue to magnify itself in your life. Amen, 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 amen. So I know y'all been waiting. Are we ready? For virtual hug time. All right. Hands out. Everybody in the building. Let me see. Let me see where you at. Where you at? Oh, I don't see. All right. All right. All right. Time for virtual hug. And let's virtual hug. Amen. 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 Oh, I feel the love. I feel the love. I feel the love. I feel the love. Amen. 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 Oh, but before I move on, how could I forget this? How could I forget? Because we know that we are what? We are a small church with a big amen joy. Amen. If I don't got no other amen corner, I know I got joy here. We are a small church with a big impact. On this week, we were able to feed 200 
and 78 people. Give God a hand, praise, amen, amen, amen. We are so thankful, we are so thankful to be able to partner with the Arnold House, and God just continues to bless us and bless us and bless us. Amen, amen. So as we go to the word of God on this Palm Sunday, let us turn to Mark, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 11. Mark, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 11. And you can follow along in the sermon notes link that I believe the online greeters have posted. And we want to lift up our online greeters for those that are on Zoom. We ask that you would give a hand to Sister Lori Ham on Zoom. Let's have a hand for Sister Lori Ham. And on Facebook, last but certainly not least, please lift up our exhorter extraordinaire, Sister Eva Morton on Facebook, our online greeter. And so as we are in the service, if you have questions, if you have things that you need to ask, or if you just need, I want to just say hello. Our online greeter is there to assist you on Zoom and on Facebook. Amen. Mark, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 11. And when you have it, can you please type or say amen? amen. And it says, as they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of, Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it to me. If anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. Verse 4. They went and found the colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway, and they untied it. Some people standing there asked, what are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to. And the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming of the kingdom of our father, David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything. But since it was already late, he went out to Bethany 
with the 12. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. And we shall all say, thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. As we celebrate this Palm Sunday, I want to come from the title of The Blind Man, The Donkey, and The Fig Tree. The Blind Man, The Donkey, and The Fig Tree. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just love you so much today. Lord, we worship you so much today. Father, we just want to take the time just to say thank you. And before we hear your message, Lord, we pray that you would prepare our hearts. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would uh, be empowered here at our physical location at Metropolitan. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would magnify your Holy Spirit in every car, uh, every living room, uh, uh, every, every uh, kitchen, uh, every bedroom, uh, every uh, car, any person that might be listening uh, after Sunday uh, as people are listening uh, to this broadcast again. Uh, Lord, we pray that you would bring us together in a Holy Ghost sanctuary. For not are we, we're not only combined with the internet, but we are brought together by your Holy Spirit. For as far north as Philadelphia and New York, uh, for the, the reaches over, over in the eastern shore of Maryland, as far down south as uh, Irmo, South Carolina, uh, as far uh, west as uh, Killeen, Texas, uh, as far uh, down southeastern Virginia in Norfolk, Virginia. And also here in Charles County, in Pamunkey, Maryland. Father, bring us together. And we pray that we would not only be hearers of your word, but doers of your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, amen, amen. I was thinking recently that we're in the springtime and that school is about to end. And my memory went back. Memory went, went back to Portsmouth, Virginia. Oh, y'all know where I'm from. Uh, Norcom High School, uh, where I went to school at. And there were three teachers that took pride in clearing out the graduating senior class. <laughs> oh, boy. They, uh, first, and I'm not going to say their names because they, they might still be living. And they might some be, some, I'm just going to use initials. See? There was Mr. A that taught English class. Um, now, I had Mr. A in the 10th grade, uh, and when I went to his class, he had marks on the board. And, and we didn't know what the hash marks were for, and we found, Mr. A, what's the hash marks for? Oh, those are the numbers of seniors that I'm going to fail this year that's going to have to go to summer school. And, and, and then there was Mr. S. Mr. S taught government. Um, uh, he had the same strategy, but the way that he picked off the seniors is that he would have pop government quizzes, just a pop quiz. Uh, I decided to take Mr. S in summer school so I didn't have to deal with him uh, during the regular school. So, uh, uh, so th but, but the one that took the cake was Mr. W, who taught algebra and upper-level math. And, and it's not so that he was so difficult, but he had specific 
rules and things that you had to do in class. Mr. W was so vicious, listen to this, he failed his own daughter. Not for the year. He had to get her attention. I think it was somewhere second, uh, F. He said, Mr. W, why, how could any father fail his own daughter? And he said, and see, Mr. W was cool. He was one of them cool brothers. He said, well, you know, <laughs> he said, you know, see, see, one thing, see, my daughter get, he talked like this. He did, he he didn't smoke cigarettes, but his head, mouth, like he, he, like he was a cigarette. So he said, one thing my daughter just don't get. He said, he said my daughter, just, she don't understand that, that when, when I'm at home, uh, when I'm at home, you can be uh, baby's daddy. But when you show up in my classroom, uh, you're in a different realm. You're in a different kingdom. And the rules have changed. You see, see. See, see, when his daughter showed up in school, she thought that she was going to get preferential treatment. Uh, she, didn't, she didn't realize that the, the kingdom that was at home was not the same kingdom that was at school. And, and, and she, she thought that when she showed up in daddy's classroom that she was going to take her worldview and the way that she wanted things and superimpose them over his algebra class. On this Palm Sunday, we're waving our palms. Hosanna! Bless it. And I, and I love I love that Hosanna bless uh, we I love the celebration. It's it's a joyous time, but 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 why why are we rejoicing? I'm being serious. We're rejoicing because Jesus is coming into his kingdom or our kingdom. When he shows up, is he showing up to deliver us? Or is he showing up to exercise his authority? When Christ shows up on Palm Sunday, are we welcome, welcoming him into our kingdom? Or are we saying, Christ, this is your kingdom. Come sit on the throne. After all, Christ is showing up and he will later die a criminal's death. But as we look at our scripture, we see actually that Christ has a bigger plan at work. His suffering and his death will ultimately bring victory to us. As Jesus prepares to enter Jerusalem, the children of Israel, they are in turmoil. They're in turmoil. They are under the captivity of the Roman Empire. There's taxation. Uh, there, is, there, 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 is, there is oppression. Uh, uh, and those that are living in Georgia are dealing with voter suppression by this. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I'm getting mixed up. Sorry. Uh, but but, but, but they, they, they're being controlled by the state. 
But as Jesus enters in, he is entering as a lowly king. Jesus has come to establish his kingdom. And his kingdom will be based on sacrifice. But are we as his children? If Jesus were to come back today, would we be able to recognize his kingdom? Or like Mr. W's daughter, will we take what we wanted and try to superimpose our will on what Jesus wants? Christ has come to establish his kingdom. And, 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 and here's the thing. He wants us to open our spiritual eyes. And once we open our spiritual eyes and once we sacrifice and once we carry our burdens, the Holy Spirit will bear the fruit in our lives so that we can see that God is present. We look at verse 1. It says, As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter, you will find a coat tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Now, let's think about this. Jesus tells them to go do something. The something that Jesus has told them to do, listen to this, does not make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. This is what I'm saying. Has God ever asked you to do something that doesn't make sense? Has God ever spoken into your ear with that still, small voice to tell you who he wants you to pray for? A ministry that you should join. Uh, 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 a business that you should start. Because our ministry is not inside the walls of the church. Uh, 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 somebody you need to pray for. Uh, forgiveness that you need to give somebody. Uh, uh, but, but, but Lord, that doesn't make sense. Do you know what he said about me? Do you know what she did to me? Uh, do you know what that church did to me? Oh, it doesn't make sense. But if we were to just to open our spiritual eyes, there's a song that says, open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you, to see you high and lifted up. Father, teach us how to open the eyes of our heart. Teach us how to open our spiritual eyes. He sends his disciples ahead. And they're obedient. Christ at this time is 
he is knowingly entering into a place where he knows they will be hostile towards him. He is essentially entering into the camp of the enemy. He knows the Sadducees and the Pharisees don't want anything to do with him. He knows that the Roman government has been watching his every move. And the Sadducees are concerned that he's going to cause disruption in the church. And the Roman government is concerned that he's going to cause disruption in the government. But what about the people? The people are looking to be delivered. They want to be delivered from the Roman oppression. But they have their mind on another thing. They want a conquering king, but Jesus showed up as a lowly servant. They are expecting Christ to come and wage military war, but Christ shows up to wage spiritual war with Satan. And he even kind of makes, makes fun. Uh, you see, because what, what Christ is doing is this. When Christ shows up, instead of him riding in on a white horse, grandiose, uh, you know, with his, uh, with his entourage of uh, 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 people behind him and, and fans following him and, and, you know, the coming to America, uh, they're throwing roses down. Uh, he, he didn't want any of that. He he's, uh, just just put me on a little stinking donkey. Uh, see, because this is what he's trying to say. See, we, we, we can't miss the message that Christ is trying to show them. They expect the government and the Sadducees and the Pharisees are going to expect him to show up in the grand style. But Christ says, not only am I going to show up on a lowly donkey, but look, in three days, I'm going to get up with all power in my hands. Is that that point, you will see how powerful I am. So here's the question. When the disciples went to go get the donkey, did they truly know what they were doing? Did they see? Could, 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 could they really see what was going on? See, they acknowledged Christ, and I said this before, for the king that he would be for their purposes. But they did not want him to be Lord over their life. Do we only want to call on God uh, 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 when, when he can deliver us from a financial situation? Uh, do we only want to call on God when, 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 when we have uh, problems at home? But, but God says, if you just put me on the throne first... If you just may, if, if you would just get off of my throne, uh, slide, slide over, stop, stop sitting. And if you just allow me to sit on the throne and allow me to control what's going on in your life, oh, I will make everything better. Did, did, did you all know that the queen of England, the, the monarchy of England, they really don't really have any legitimate power. 
They, they really don't have. Now, now, and I did for art, so let me hit the pause button. Talked about this before. I know I'm at Metropolitan. I know we have educators, and I know we have PhDs. And if you're not an educator and you got a PhD, we got Googlers out there. So go Google it. Pastor, what are you trying to say? At some point, the monarchy of England did have legitimate power. But the people decided, we, we, well, we, we want to be in charge. We, we want to be in charge. And so the parliament was formed. But the people said this, you know what? I like the idea of having the king, though. You know? Isn't that kind of cool? Isn't that cool that we have a king? Even though they don't have no power. Isn't, isn't it cool that we got a queen? Even though they can't really do anything. Oh, isn't it, really, isn't it good? That's what we do. I like the idea of having a Jesus a little Jesus, I can send him up there and I can see a little work. Oh, Jesus, I love you so much, Jesus. Oh, I, 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 I like the idea of having it. Uh, uh, but, but we have Jesus in our life, but he has no control. He has no power. It's just somebody to sing praise and worship songs to. When Jesus shows up on your Palm Sunday, are you ready to give him control? But what about the blind man? What blind man? Well, if we reverse, look back. We're in chapter 11, but if we look in chapter 10, as Jesus was headed to Jerusalem, He's hanging out with his boys. And then off in the distance, there's a blind man. Y'all remember blind Bartimaeus? Yes. Blind Bartimaeus cannot see. But <clears throat> when Jesus comes near, <laughs> something in his spirit Listen, listen to this. Come on, y'all. Blind Bartimaeus was not with Jesus uh, when he turned water to wine. Blind Bartimaeus was not with Jesus when he fed uh, 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 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread. Bartimaeus was not with Jesus when he stood out on the water and he told Peter, come unto me. Bartimaeus was just sitting on the side of the road. But here's the thing. Bartimaeus had something that the disciples did. Bartimaeus' spiritual eyes were open. Uh, uh, but when Jesus came by, he called out to him, oh, Jesus. Uh, son of David, oh, I need you to give me some. We've got to have spiritual eyes. Like the blind man. The blind man. Even though he was physically blind, his spiritual eyes were open. And he recognized Jesus for who he was. Verse 7. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it instead. 
Many people spread their cloaks on the road while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Now I can see this had to be a sight. Everybody that was gathered here, Jesus is coming through. Hosanna, Jesus. You know, if, if, if this would be the day, Jesus would be coming down on 210, and we would all be out there. We, would, we wouldn't have branches, though. We have our, we have our cell phones trying to, get a, trying to get Jesus. Jesus, you're going too fast. I'm trying to send this to my cousin, Pookie. Hold on a second. We, 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 we would have our, our, our social media, our social media. But, but, the, but the point being that the people were, were there and they wanted to be a part of the spectacle. They, 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 again, they were expecting Jesus to, to come and restore the kingdom that they wanted. But Jesus has come to shut down the sacrificial system, we read later, when Jesus shows up at Jerusalem, one of the first things that he does, he goes to the temples where the money changers are, uh, and he disrupts the temple. Uh, uh, he, he, he said, that, that, he, because they were cheating each other. And he, he shuts that system down. Jesus says, that, says we're going to get rid of that sacrificial system because I am now the last sacrifice that you will ever need. But here's the thing. Who had to clean up that mess after Jesus went through? Palms all on 210, cell phones, people lost their cell phones all over the place. Now later bags, chicken wings, rib bones all on 210. Because people was out there with the dinner, eating the ribs. Is that Jesus? Lord, have mercy. All that. Girl, he's cute, ain't he? Girl, that's the Lord. Stop being fresh. Jesus all. Look, look, this, this is what I'm trying to say. In the act or the motion or the movement of Jesus entering in Jerusalem, somebody had to do some work. In comes the donkey. Well, why is that important, Pastor? Well, without the donkey, what was Jesus going to ride on? We forget about the donkey. The, the, the donkey seems to be just a side character. Uh, the, 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 the donkey seems to be someone where he's at the beginning, he was riding on a donkey. And then a lot of people talk about where he, it was a donkey and it was not a horse. But I thought I might ask the donkey some questions. First of all, I think the donkey would be upset because the donkey was minding his own business. 
and God called it to do some work. The donkey was hanging out on the street, and depending on what translation you read, uh, some say that the donkey was uh, uh, with, uh, it was a female, or, or, uh, and he had, had, had his coal with him. Uh, 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 you know, uh, depending on the translation, uh, it might have been a, a mother that had to leave her child. Or it might have been a male, but but in any case, uh, um, God shows up and calls you to go to work. Uh, and, and, and not only do you have to go to work, uh, uh, the work has to be a bit over back work. You mean I got to walk five miles, Lord, with you on my back? Oh, you mean, oh, I got to do this kind of ministry? Oh, you mean I got the time, 10%? Oh, no, you mean I got to talk to some people nice? Oh, no, you mean I got to go and do some evangelism? Oh, and we just walk, and with the donkey, we complain it the whole time. Oh, Lord, going into Jerusalem. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? Oh, 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 oh. But, but, but I, I don't think that donkey was complaining. Why is that? Even though the donkey couldn't talk, even though the, the, we don't consider some, let me correct myself, some don't consider animals to be a higher life form. I believe, the word of God tells us, that before he created man, But before he created man, he created the animals. I believe, this is just me talking, I believe, uh, see, it says in the word of God that, that, that before he created man, that God walked with Adam in the cool of the garden. So when he created the animals in the garden, I believe, I, I believe that Jesus was walking the animals walked around with the animals. Pastor, where are you going with this? Listen to what I'm saying. When Jesus sat on that donkey, I believe that that donkey felt and realized, oh, this is the creator of the universe. Uh, uh, this is, oh, I, 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 you know, I believe that that donkey, if that donkey could have ran and shout and ran around Jerusalem, they would have, that, that donkey would have did all that. You see, that donkey had spiritual eyes to know that I've got Christ on my back and I'm bringing in Christ into Jerusalem. I have a privileged position. Oh, I'm happy to have the Lord on my back. I am happy that the Lord has chosen to give me a job. We should be just like the donkey. The blind man and the donkey. And so then as we go to verse 10. Blessed is the coming of the kingdom of our Father, David, Hosanna in the highest. Now, I've been reading this scripture since I was a knee-high knee to a grasshopper. And it didn't hit me until I read it this week. Listen, listen to this, y'all. Blessed is the coming. Verse 10. Go there. Go there. Go there. Go there. Please, please. Go there. Listen, listen. Read it with me. Listen. Y'all say it with me. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. 
That's what they were saying. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. What David got to do with it? Well, Pastor, um, well, uh, a few theologians were talking about uh, the fact that David was the chosen one and Jesus is the line of David. No, 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 no. Yes, all that's true. They wanted to, we're going to rewind a couple Sundays. They wanted to resuscitate their old days of glory. You see what I'm saying? They wanted to bring back the old days. And Jesus shows up that can be a tool to bring back things the way they used to be. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, oh. Sometimes the, the, the love that we show towards Christ can be a tool or a crutch for our own selfishness. Jesus had a rock star personality. And they were looking to recapture, bring back all of the things that they wanted. But Jesus shows up. Jesus shows up. But this, this, the, the lectionary writers, when they chose the scripture, I think they, they left us a little bit flat. They do that sometimes. Let's look at verse 7. This is what happens. It says, Jesus in Jerusalem went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. So he shows up with this grand entrance. People out there with the cell phones. Yay! Then, after that, he just bounces with his boys and he's gone. All right, we out. Now, I get it. I know that Resurrection Sunday is next Sunday. But there's a piece, there's a piece missing in the story, y'all. There's a piece missing. Because we are happy and celebrate Palm Sunday. But what about Fig Monday? What about Fig, F-I-G, what about Fig Monday? We have to go past verse 11. I didn't give it to you. I, I had to save it to the end. Verse 12 says this. Now, as Jesus is traveling, he, he, he encounters blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus gives his testimony. He rides on the donkey. The donkey gives his testimony. 
But then, in verse 12, it says this. The next day, Monday, we'll call it virtual Monday, the next day, make it whatever day you want. The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Because even though Jesus was all God, he was still all man. He, he hungered. What happens on tomorrow, everybody? Today is Palm Sunday. What shall we do on Monday? The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Verse 13, here we go. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf. Now, let's slow down here. Verse 13, let me say it again. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf. This means that it was a fig tree. It wasn't a bare fig tree. It was a fig tree full of leaves. All right? Springtime fig tree. Seeing in the distance the fig tree in the leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. So the fig tree, full of leaves, the fig tree was communicating. I have leaves. If I have leaves, I have fruit. We got to get this. The fig tree, let me say this again, y'all. I got five more minutes. Fig tree was saying, Jesus, I have leaves, and because I am not bare, because I have leaves, uh, because I have church programs, uh, uh, because I have a praise and worship team, uh, because I prepare the sermon, uh, because I have a church council, if, if I have all of this, therefore, I have fruit. But when Jesus reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Oh, 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 oh. but the word of God tells us uh, that we should be in God's word, uh, that should, we should be ready in season and out of season. Oh, we should always be ready to bear fruit. But then he said to the tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples said it. As I close, as we look at our third testimony. See, the fig tree represents those that have received sight like blind Bartimaeus, but they deny the power of Christ. They are like the donkey that have taken the place and they have recognized their need to sacrifice, but they still don't have any fruit. We think, we, listen to this, we think that just because we are growing leaves that we are growing fruit. We, we think that just because uh, we have great church programs, we think just because we're out working in the community, we think that just because we're doing all these things, and don't get me wrong, I am not saying that these things are not good. What I'm saying is this, we're happy to just have leaves. We're, we're, we're happy 
and we're not heartbroken that people are not coming to Christ. So, it is, so it's not that there's a problem with growing leaves. The problem is that we stop trying to do new things. Because when people aren't coming, we're not doing our job. I'm talking to every church. I'm talking to every pastor. I'm talking to every person that's listening. We have to get out of the business of leaf growing and get into the business of growing fruit. God said in his word, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Listen to this, baptizing them. God called us to baptize people. God called us to bring people to Christ, not just to grow leaves. Everyone that's listening under the sound of my voice, I'm happy with Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is a good thing, but what about Fig Monday? On that, when you had your Palm Sunday, did somebody say, I want to be saved? Uh, did somebody give their life to Christ? Are you planning baptisms for after COVID? If you're not doing any of that, you have no fruit. That's not me. That's what the word of God says. I remember this old commercial from the 70s. When this commercial? They brought this big old bun. These two old ladies, they, I think they passed away. They, they, said, they said, let me get a burger. Do you want a burger, Susie? Give me a burger. They bring out the burger. And they open up the burger. I'm running out of props for that. I'll give you some props. And this, there's this little teeny piece, hamburger. And this little old lady, she looks this little little freckle face, little teeny person. He's sitting there behind the thing. Is this all you got? He said, "Yes, ma'am." She says, "This. Where's the beef? I got a question for you, church today. Where's the beef? Where is your evangelism? Where is your outreach? Where is your fruit?" Where are the people breaking down the doors to ask what they might do to be safe? Oh, it's good to have Palm Sunday. It's good to wave the palms. But on Fig Monday, where's the beef and where's your fruit? The blind man. The donkey. And the fig tree. Which one are you? You don't have to answer. It's good to be the blind man because you have the spiritual eyes to recognize the kingdom of God. It's good to be the donkey because you, you, you know that while you're laboring in the vineyard, you know that while you're working, while you're carrying ministry on your back you recognize that the creator is right there with you and it's good to be a fig tree that bears fruit I would say that on tomorrow when you wake up 
be the Bartimaeus that sees the kingdom of God. But remember, you've now been healed. So not only do you have, did you have spiritual eyes, Christ has opened your eyes. Be the donkey. Because we don't know what happened to the donkey after, after that. I believe that donkey went on and continued working. Be that donkey. And be, as it says in the word of God, be like the tree that is planted by the river of waters. For you shall be steadfast, you shall be unmovable, and, and God shall bring forth fruit in your season, which is every day. The blind man, the donkey, and the fig tree. Give God a hand, praise. Amen. Maybe there's someone that's listening now. And you, you want to give your life to Christ. You, you realize, you realize for too long you've just been growing leaves you've just been looking pretty but you realize that you don't have Christ in your life and it is only with Christ in your life that you will begin to bear fruit so maybe you want to give your life to Christ today something a little different today. Maybe there's someone that is listening and you don't have a church home. Now before y'all get all riled up, let me finish. Uh, we, we are in, still in COVID. And after COVID, we shall continue to minister online. So I want to open the doors of the church today virtually. Maybe you're out of state. Maybe you're not physically located here with us. But you still need a church home. Metropolitan stands here with our arms open. So if you would like to become a part of our fellowship virtually, type something in the comments box and let us know. So we invite you to join us, to join our ministry. You may be afar off, but, but, but when the time comes, Maybe you will decide to connect with the church where you are. But until then, we invite you to become a part of the Metropolitan family. Our doors are open. We offer Christ to you at this time. So if you don't know the Lord, 
we ask that you would pray this prayer with me right now. Let us pray. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. Right now, I accept that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and that you raised him to life. Right now, I confess that Jesus is my Lord and Savior and I will follow him from this day forward. In the name of Jesus, I pray. I believe that there's someone out there that prayed that prayer. Let's have a hand for that person. I believe there's someone out there that gave their life to Christ. So as the praise team is coming yet this time, we shall go to our altar prayer. For those that are listening, I ask that you would just call out what you want from the Lord. Wherever you are, I ask that you would center yourself, whether you bow your head or whether you close your eyes or whether you just sit there in silence. So right now, let us go to the throne of grace. Dear Heavenly Father, we bless your name, Lord. We thank you. We worship you. And right now, first of all, Lord, we lift up every name that's on the prayer list. Lord, we ask that you will look into each situation, those that are under doctor's care, those that might be going in for surgery, Lord, those uh, that, um, Lord, that just need your healing touch. And even now, as people are praying, Lord, we pray that you would hear the words. We pray that you would hear their thoughts. Some people are talking. Some people are just thinking and meditating. Lord, we ask that you would just hear the prayers of your children. And now, Lord, we give all these petitions to you. And we count it done if it be in your will. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. And amen, amen. And we know that we serve a great God. So please listen to this as the praise team ministers at this time.
Amen. We thank you so much for connecting with us today. Amen. And we ask that as you go out into the week, that you would continue to know that we serve a great God. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And that on tomorrow, that when you get up, uh, we pray that you would have a life that bears fruit. Amen. That you would be the fig tree that bears fruit that wants to go out and tell the world about Jesus so that we can bring others to Christ. And now as we look to the Lord, and therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. And may the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you, and may the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give, your, give you peace. And all God's people say amen. 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 And amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church and ministries, please visit us at www.metroumcindianhead.com. Until next time, peace and blessings.